Welcome on in to your Saturday, August 7th edition of Montana at Noon. Reporting, I'm Chris Reyes. Why don't we get things started by taking a look at the Weather Command forecast for our area. For the rest of today, it's going to be breezy, partly cloudy, early in the morning, then clearing, haze in the afternoon, highs 85 to 90, southwest winds 10 to 15 miles an hour, shifting to the west 15 to 25 miles an hour in the afternoon. Tonight, breezy, partly cloudy, haze, lows around 60, west winds 15 to 25 miles an hour, decreasing to 5 to 15 miles an hour after midnight. Sunday, not as warm, mostly cloudy, chance of rain showers in the morning, then rain showers and slight chance of thunderstorms in the afternoon. Highs 70 to 75, northwest winds 10 to 20 miles an hour, chance of precipitation 90%. Sunday night, cooler rain showers and chance of thunderstorms in the evening, then rain showers likely and slight chance of thunderstorms after midnight. Lows around 50, northwest winds 10 to 20 miles an hour, chance of precipitation 90%. As we get our work week started on Monday, it's going to be rain showers likely and slight chance of thunderstorms. Highs 65 to 70, northwest winds 10 to 20 miles an hour, chance of precipitation 70%. Monday night and Tuesday, partly cloudy, lows around 50, highs 75 to 80. Tuesday night, partly cloudy, lows around 55. And as we get to midweek, Wednesday, it's going to be sunny, highs 80 to 85. Wednesday night, partly cloudy with a 20% chance of rain showers, lows around 55. Thursday and Thursday night, partly cloudy, highs 80 to 85, lows 50 to 55. Now we'll take a look at local stories from our area. In a press release early Friday afternoon, the Hill County Health Department announced they have been notified of three confirmed cases of the Delta COVID-19 variant strain in the community. Hill County Health Officer Kim Berg says that the cases, which were confirmed through surveillance testing through the state, are no longer active. However, it is very likely that the Delta variant is continuing to spread throughout the community. Berg adds that the current active COVID-19 cases in Hill County range in age from teenagers to 79 years old. She encourages everyone to follow COVID precautions that have been preached since the start of the pandemic. The Delta variant is more transmissible and has become the dominant virus strain in the United States. Local health officials continue to encourage those who have not been vaccinated to get their shot, as those that are not vaccinated are at a much higher risk of having severe illness from the Delta variant. The Taylor Fire burning in Fergus County between Denton and Winifred is estimated at 23 acres with 55% containment as of Friday night. The cause of the fire, which began on August 1st and is burning timber, sage, and hay fields, primarily on private lands, remains under investigation. Kate Wilson of the DNRC says that no primary residences have been destroyed, but is believed that several secondary structures, such as outbuildings and sheds, have been burned. Two firefighters suffered minor injuries while battling the blaze, but neither required hospitalization. One was a chronic wrist injury that flared up, while the other was a debris in a firefighter's eyes that had to be washed out. No evacuations have been ordered at this time. The DNRC's county assist team assumed command of the fire on Friday morning. On to state news now, a shepherd man who owns a restaurant was arraigned in U.S. District Court Thursday on charges in connection with a scheme to defraud the Small Business Administration of approximately $75,000 in a COVID-19 relief loan and to use those funds for personal benefit, including buying classic cars. Michael Eugene Bolt, 70, owner of the Feedlot Steakhouse, pleaded not guilty to an indictment charging him with wire fraud and engaging in transactions in property diverted from specified unlawful activity. 
If convicted of the most serious crime, Bolt faces a maximum of 20 years in prison, a $250,000 fine, and three years of supervised release. Bolt was released pending further proceedings. KRTV reports that the 19-year-old Laurel woman who was killed in a two-vehicle crash in downtown Billings on Tuesday night has been identified by authorities. Alexis Pyle was a passenger in a Dodge Ram that collided with a Toyota Tundra at the intersection of 1st Avenue North in North 12th Street. The drivers of both vehicles, 19-year-old Peyton Hunter of Billings and 33-year-old Justin Bigcare of Grary Owen, were taken to a hospital for treatment and later arrested. Hunter and Big Hair are both facing three felony counts of criminal endangerment, while Big Hair is also charged with vehicular homicide while under the influence. Now, we'll pass it on over to Josh Margolis, who brings us Weekend Sports, who brings us the latest on the Phillips County Fair bump and run races, a Haver High School wrestling clinic, MSU Northern Light basketball, and plenty more in this busy edition of Weekend Sports. Josh Margolis reporting. The Phillips County Fair in Dodson has a series of events through the weekend, including AMX races and the Demo Derby Saturday, starting at 6. Keith Cowan is one of the organizers of the AMX races, and he breaks down the two categories of cars that are featured for their night of racing, starting with the stock class. Stock in, stock out, no modifications to it. Super stock class at this point is, is pretty much unlimited, so they're running a lot higher horsepower motors with modifications there. Same on their suspension so they can handle the jumps and the corners a lot better. A lot faster cars is what the super stock class is. The races are also known as bumping runs. The question is in Dodson Saturday night, just how much bumping will be allowed? Our motto down here is a rubbing is racing. As long as it's not blatantly take the guy out in front of you, we'll pretty much let it slide. You know, you slide into corners, you run into each other. Maybe guy gets in front of you, you need to just kind of tap him out of the way a little bit or a bump and run. So Robin's race. Hot laps will start the evening at the Dotson Fairgrounds at 5 p.m., followed by heats of the Demo Derby and bump and run AMX races. The Haver High School wrestling team will be holding a wrestling clinic Tuesday, August 10th at the Haver High Wrestling Room. The clinic will feature a special guest conducting the lessons as former Haver High School standout and current Purdue Boilermaker wrestler Parker Phileas will be on hand. Blue Pony wrestling coach Bo LaSalle says having Parker conduct the clinic will be invaluable to all those who attend. Hammer away at some of the things that we try to teach them and when you get it from somebody like him, it seems to click a little bit more than if coach is telling you every day so just getting another perspective on it having him drive home those fundamentals is will be huge for us as a program and all the kids that attend there will be three sessions for the clinic 9 a.m to 10 30 a.m 1 to 2 30 p.m and 4 to 5 30 p.m for more information contact coach lasalle 945-3107 the MSU Northern Light basketball team announced the signing of several players this past week. Three players, to be exact. Jerome Bynum joins the Lights after transferring from Southern Arkansas University Tech. The versatile, sharpshooting six-foot guard is coming off a season where he averaged 11 points a game and shot 47% behind the arc. Also joining the Lights is six-foot, three-inch product and Bynum's teammate from SAU Tech, Terry Holmes. Holmes averaged five rebounds a game this past season and shot 54% from the field. 
Lastly, joining the lights is Anthony Braggs. Braggs spent last season with the Bobcats of Peru State, where he played on and off through the pandemic. Before then, Braggs played at Southern Puget Sound, where he averaged 14 points a game and shot 51% from the field. He helped the Clippers to a second-place finish in the eight-team West Northwestern Athletic Conference. Stay tuned to future sportscasts as we'll continue this story with comments from head coach Sean Hughes of the Lights. The MSU Northern Wrestling Squad and Skylight Basketball Team are combining their efforts for a night of MMA fights to serve as a fundraiser for both clubs, and it'll be taking place later this month. Lights Out of the Dome is Saturday night, August 28th at the Haver Ice Dome. Northern Wrestling Coach Tyson Thieveridge talks about the event. I think it's going to be fun. Everybody's going to be ready. We're looking at anywhere between 10 to 14 fights. Should be an event-filled night. We got a special guest uh, appearance coming from Roxanne Modafari, who is a UFC fighter. She's going to be there signing autographs. So we're just trying to make the most of this opportunity. While the action of the MMA bouts will be crowd-pleasing, this is also an important event for both programs to secure additional funds for their teams. Kind of offset some scholarship stuff, but mostly it's just that that level of comfort. You kind of want to get ahead of the game. So it'll be nice to ho- to have this right before our season kicks off. That way we have a little bit more of a cushion in our fundraising account, and it can help offset some costs in other places. In other Northern Wrestling news, the Lights have put their schedule together for the season, and two of the important dates include a home match against the University of Providence in November, with the away duel that will be in Billings the day before the start of the All-Class State Championship Wrestling Tournament in February 2022. We're both going to be showcasing our programs at probably the most important time of the year for the high school kids. Just kind of gives them a little break from you know, their weight cut and, and their stuff, and they can they can watch some college wrestling and, and if that's what, they're, uh, what they want to pursue. Stay tuned to Highline Today and new media broadcasters for news on Lights Out at the Dome 4. MMA fights August 28th. The Bear Paw Roundup Rodeo is returning to the Blaine County Fair Thursday and Friday evening with a full complement of events and special acts as well. Renowned rodeo announcer Barney Sheridan will be serving as the master of ceremonies both nights, and he talks about his role in the night of fun and excitement. Make sure that the people who are seasoned rodeo fans have information that they need to watch it for people that are brand new to rodeo to explain to them what's happening. Interact, make sure everybody has a good time. Uh, You're kind of the host of the whole thing. In his travels around the country, Barney has seen rodeos of all shapes and sizes, and he says that the state of Montana has some of the most raucous and exciting crowds in the nation. Which ones have the biggest personalities? It would be uh, Rodeo Augusta at the end of June and the Bear Paw Roundup in Chinook. It does. It just has all this personality. And, and the people that come there, are they come and they're ready to just have a great time. We're expecting craziness this year. Barney's travels this year have also taught him that as a group, rodeo fans are ready to get back to the arena. People are just dying to get outside and eat some fair food and go to a rodeo and have a good time with their friends, not wear a mask while they're doing it. And so, yeah, it's, it's been an amazing year so far. The showtimes for the Bear Paw Roundup Rodeo Thursday and Friday are 7 p.m. Thursday night's family night and kids under 12 get in free. The next week, the Blue Pony Volleyball team will be back in action for the 2021-2022 season. Second-year head coach Stephanie Hughes spoke with New Media Broadcaster Sports about how the summer went for the team. Well, and the girls basically worked out Monday through Thursday, 7 until, you know, some girls were going until about 10, 10.30. A lot of girls committed time to work on their skills, develop their skills, and get better 
As we flip the calendar to the month of August, Friday the 13th happens to be circled, simply because it's the first day of practice. Coach Hughes explains why she's excited to get back on the court. It's time to, to take those individual workouts, those skills, fundamental workouts, and now put them into a, a team context, see you know who's developing in what area, um, what positions. Coach continues by explaining what the makeup of the team will be like. We were heavy on the senior side last year, and this year we're going to be young. We have girls with experience, so there's going to be a lot of good competition for positions. And this this group of juniors and seniors that are coming in, are they're just a fun group to be around. Um, they're positive. They're excited about athletics. Stay tuned to New Media Broadcaster Sports as we keep you up to date on the happenings of Blue Pony Athletics. Now, taking a look at sports for the rest of your weekend. Saturday, Demo Derby and AMX races at the Phillips County Fair in Dodson. Hot laps for the AMX races start at 5, first heat of the Demo Derby at 6. Sunday, Indian Relay races and Ranch Rodeo at the Phillips County Fair in Dodson. Indian Relay races start at 11 in the morning. Ranch Rodeo gets underway at 2. Indian Relay races resume at 5 in the afternoon. And that's going to do it for this weekend sports report. Thanks, Josh. And now, as we get ready to close this thing out, we'll take a look at funeral announcements for our area. Mary Genevieve Knopfsinger Little, 84, of Brandon, Florida, passed away on January 31st of natural causes at her home in Brandon. Graveside services will be held at 2 p.m. on Saturday, August 7th, in a cavalry cemetery. As that'll do it for your Saturday edition of Montana at Noon. Remember, seven days a week, we are your source of information along the Highline, KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Reporting, I'm Chris Reyes.